You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hi, welcome back. I'm Karen Gibis here with Father Michael Malloy, and we are live on Facebook. So if you want to get on to Real Presence Radio Network and check us out, you can see us in person here at the New Chancery. Today's Real Presence Live... We from- look the same, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, thanks, Father. Okay. Today's Real Presence Live from Rapids- is from Rapid City Diocese Chancery is brought to you in part by Wrangell Construction Company. Serving South Dakota's commercial construction needs, Wrangell Construction can be reached in Rapid City at 605-716-0547 or on the web at wrangellconstructioncompany.com. And they are the company that did the remodel on this building that we're in right now. And, and um, today we're, the chancery staff is kind of tentatively moving back in. Um, we were all moved in in terms of our stuff, but we're moving, starting to work here from here more directly. At least those who are able to do that want to do that. So it's kind of an exciting day. It's first of the year, or first of the month, uh, first day of the week. and A lot of, of firsts today. A lot of firsts today. So, and speaking of firsts, we are very privileged to have with us now um, uh, our bishop-elect, uh, Father Peter Mewich, who is uh, from the Diocese of Duluth currently, but soon will, be, will, will become a, a priest and the bishop of the Diocese of Rapid City. So, bishop-elect, um, welcome to Real Presence Radio. How are you today? Hey, good, good. Uh, it's, it's cool in Duluth. It's overcast and there's a bit of a breeze off the lake, so it's about 50 degrees right now. Ah. <laughs> We're doing a little better, and we, we've had we have had some rain, and it's 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 not hot sunny, but this week is we're projecting into the 80s for most of the week, and probably some thunder showers some of the days. So, um, so it, it, you'll be coming to a climate that probably is a little bit warmer than Duluth. Um, from yeah, what that's heard. what I hear. Yeah, that's what I. Well, the big lake here cools everything down in the summertime. You just need a east wind off the lake, and it can go from 80 to 50. You know, in about. 15 minutes. So. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm get, looking forward to the warmer weather. <laughs> we, we get that with hail, by the way. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Bishop, let's begin. Um, for those of us, uh, those who are listening to us uh, in our listening area, um, uh, tell us a little bit about um, yourself. Let's begin there. And then uh, I think everybody's curious about how did this whole appointment happen for you from your vantage point? Sure. Um, well, I'm a as you said, a priest of the Diocese of Duluth, um, almost 31 years now, and I was ordained on the Feast of the Archangels, September 29th, so my anniversary is coming up. It'll be 31 years in September, um, and I've really been in parish work the whole time, and um, assisting the diocese in other capacities, like, you know, um, being kind of the chief teacher in the deacon formation program for a while, uh, chairing a catechesis committee for 15 years for the bishop. Uh, doing other things like sort of overseeing the finance office during a year of transition when we went from having a priest as finance officer to having a layman in that position, who's there uh, still to today, uh, doing a great job. So I've had various diocesan jobs along with parish assignments, and um, I w- I've been very happy in all of that. Um, so I, I have no idea how I got to be a bishop. It's mysterious. <laughs> well, well, tell us about how. Um, um, I, I love these stories. I've heard heard them from several of the um, of our former bishops. But how how did this happen uh, for you that you were um, contacted to become the bishop of Rapid City? 
Well, I was on my day off. Mondays, I usually take off. So I was in my car screening my phone calls, and um, I noticed a couple calls from out of state. The first one was from Delaware. I thought, that's ah, got to be a nuisance call. I don't know anybody there. And then I saw Washington, D.C., and I dismissed it because maybe you've gotten these same kind of calls. You know, they're fake scam IRS calls. Yep. And so I just let it go. And then it, within a minute, the same number dialed back, uh, and I thought, oh, could that possibly be the because of the nuncio lives in Washington? Nah, that couldn't be. But maybe I should call it back. So I did. And as you might know, he's he's French. He's from France. Yes. And I heard "allo, allo, allo" with a strong <laughs> French accent. I thought, oh, now I know what's going on. Okay. Uh, did did you did you um, uh, I, I don't know, say a, a suspect or think about that or was it kind of kind of catch off guard? You know, I knew I was about the right age. And um, we were without a bishop in Duluth, too, so the same process is playing out here. But I thought, no, I mean, I didn't study in Rome. I went to Louvain. I went to the wrong school, so I thought there's no way. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, yeah. It's funny how we create these sort of expectations of how we think it's supposed to happen and and how God can oftentimes surprise us a great deal. So... um, (laughs) You, you've talked about your, your various um, uh, ministries that you've been engaged in. in. In terms of your pastoral work, your work as a pastor um, or as an associate pastor before that, um, have you had a variety of experiences? Have you been throughout the Diocese of Duluth? Uh, what, what has kind of been the, the journey of the, of the parish experiences you've had? I, I had two um, assignments as an associate pastor. Um, and um, the second one was kind of an apprenticeship. We took care of a region of parishes, and I was almost like a pastor in training. Um, the pastor kind of let me run a couple of the parishes on the outer edge of our cluster area. And then I've, I've had 11 pastorates, um, not like 11, you know, in succession, but I've had clusters of parishes, and I've consolidated parishes, and done that sort of thing. And I've served in four out of our five deaneries. Wow. So you've been pretty much all over the diocese. Um. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and it's been wonderful. I'm, every place I've gone, I've enjoyed what I've been doing and getting to know the people and the local history. And having grown up on the Iron Range, I finally got to Duluth, to the cathedral, and I thought, well, I've made it now. This is the top. Everything will descend from here, you know, in importance. And um, now this happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And how long have you been at the cathedral, did you say? Eleven years. Oh, so that's been a, a fairly long assignment for you um, in your diocese. Um, so, you know, I, I am sure, and we, you and I visited about this, I'm sure that everybody wants to know what you think, what your vision is, you know, all these things about the diocese of Rapid City, and it's probably important for people to know that you've never been here. Um, <laughs> yes. So, um, uh, but... When you think about becoming a bishop yourself, um, can you identify what you what you think right now would be challenges for you in this new role? I think chief the chief challenge is you know the challenge we all have is to grow in holiness. If you're a pastor of a parish, the parish will only you know grow in holiness if you, if you do. And same thing with the diocese. So my chief you know uh, challenge is to continue to grow in holiness. I think that's the number one priority. You know, the a second would be, you know, to really listen well and to observe what's happening in the diocese 
and get to know the people, the priests, the deacons, the religious, and uh, the parishes of the diocese and baths and ministries, so that I really, you know, have a clear picture of what's going on. Mm. And, 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 bo- and both of those are indeed, I think, um, uh, challenges um, for any of us, you know, um, to... When Bishop Gruce uh, became our bishop, um, it was interesting because I asked him how he was feeling about all this, and, and his comment was, he said, um, I will be living, in, and he said, in three months I'll be living in a place I've never lived in amongst people I don't know with ultimate responsibility for a job I know nothing about. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. And I thought, wow, that's really a kind of a different perspective. It isn't isn't quite the sort of the... It sounds kind of, a little overwhelming. Yeah, the, the glorious, you know, sort of understand that we we sort of think when someone comes into a, a position that obviously carries with it a lot of, of responsibility and a lot of respect. So, so I, I appreciate um, those challenges that you, that you're kind of facing for yourself. Um, when you think about leaving Duluth, um, I mean, you've been there your, basically your whole life except for theology school. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about how does that feel or what does that look like um, for you um, at this point? Well, you know, every time I'm gathered with people, and of course we're all still doing all this distance, you know, safe distancing, we finally had uh, our first public masses over the weekend, and um, so we had a scattering of people in church. But just seeing them and talking to them is both, you know, very heartening, and, and it's, it's sad, it's going to be sad to say goodbye there's just no way that that wouldn't be the case. So yeah. I kind of go from being really excited about Rapid City to like, oh, I'm going to have to say goodbye, you know? So, yes. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's a new adventure, and I trust that this is God's will because I wouldn't have picked it for myself. So mm. if, if it's God's will, then it'll be fine. It'll be fine, yeah. Um, I am assuming it'll be... Uh, tell us a little bit about your family. I have a big family. I'm one of seven children, and... Um, we, uh, my parents are still living. They have an apartment in my hometown of Eveleth, and I have three brothers that live in that area um, up on the Iron Range. And I have a sister in the Twin Cities and a brother in Detroit. Uh, so they're, they're, they're nicely, you know, um, around my parents, which is the blessing of a big family for um, parents as they age. You have help, you know, people to care for you. And then yeah. some of us are scattered. You know? Uh-huh. And, and when you think about about, I mean, you've been living basically with, in the vicinity of your parents your whole life. Um, talk a little bit about that whole transition of, and, and how they, how your parents have embraced or accepted the fact that, that their priest son is, is moving what could arguably be quite a ways away, <laughs> especially for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'll be sad, you know, and they'll miss me, uh, and I'll miss them, and it won't be as easy to get together. But they're strong people of faith. I, I don't know if if the uh, diocese has had access to it, but my my home parish pastor, who's currently serving at Resurrection in Eveleth, did a Zoom interview with them or a, a YouTube interview with them and posted it online, and um, and it was very nice. They, they did a very good job, and you can get a if you if you can search for that, you get a sense of who my parents are and what their faith is like. And I had the privilege of, of listening to that, and and they were. Uh... It was it was delightful. You, you could just feel the the wisdom and the really the holiness of of their life and and how they you could sense the kind of the 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 sadness as you described, but this um, utter like confidence in God that was kind of came through in mm-hmm. their 
in that interview with them. It was, it was really um, delightful um, to, to listen to them and appreciate that. And that obviously tells us something about where you came from. For sure. So, and yeah. if you're if you are interested, uh, that's Resurrection Parish in Eveleth, Minnesota. Um, you could look that up and uh, and be able to watch that interview. So, um, this is Father Mike Malloy. I'm here with Karen Gibas, and we're talking to the Bishop Elect Peter Muich, the, um, um, for who will become the Bishop of the Diocese of Rapid City. Um, we we announced. Um, on the radio show this morning that uh, the ordination date has been set for July 9th um, and uh, you know a couple of thoughts about um, about that challenge from your vantage point because I, I think there's a few on our side but <laughs> um, how about for you? Well all of a sudden it, it, everything became very clear and concrete I've got to pack up, I've got to make sure I get my stuff out to Rapid City I've got to wrap up some things I've been doing here I have um, two mission parishes that I'm merging together. Uh, one is quite small, and, and it really hasn't had mass for four years, but it's finally time to uh, make the, the big move and sell the property, so I'm trying to tee that up for my successor here and um, just thinking through, okay, i got to go on retreat for five days, got to do that. My associate's going to be gone for a week of vacation, okay. <laughs> so you start just seeing the weeks kind of tick by, and you go, okay, i got to get busy now. Yeah, I got to get things done. Yeah, and and you know, I think the same thing was true with us. You know, we were so excited when the announcement came in May that you were coming in. We got to do the um, uh, press conference and all that, and then we sort of waited, and we sort of got kind of got lulled into, yeah, the bishop's coming. Yeah, we're really excited, and you know, and we got to do this, we got to do that, and all of a sudden it's like, no, 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 we really got to do this, and we really got to do that now because uh, he is uh, on his way. He's uh, got one foot in the car and one foot still on the ground. Um, so um, very much so. And, and it's, ex it's also exciting at the same time to um, look forward to that. So um, what, what, do you think you're, what are you looking forward to when you think about becoming a bishop and coming to Rapid City? I mean, what, what, are, the, what are the thoughts that come to your mind that are exciting and, and hopeful and anticipatory? Well... Every local church is given, you know, gifts by God so that it can it, it can thrive, and it's got its own history and things that it does well and challenges. And so to look forward to really getting to know the history of, of the diocese, how God has been working there, I'm looking forward to that. Um, working um, with people in, in, in very different cultures, like the Lakota, that'll be a new experience. We have Ojibwe here and major... Um, reservations in the Diocese of Duluth, so it won't be a complete new experience, but um, how do we relate, uh, and um, how are we fostering the faith, you know, in indigenous peoples, and I mean, even what are, what are the immigration patterns in the diocese, <laughs> what are the ethnic groups, and what's the culture like, so a lot of new things to, to learn and experience. Yes, and uh, I, I appreciate your mentioning the, the Lakota people, because they are a a significant part of our diocese, and uh, and I appreciate the fact that you said, you know, that how has God been working in in and amongst them, because um, you know that's such an important focus for all of us to have. Like likewise, how has God been working and living amongst us? I mean, all of us, you know, in the diocese, and and we do have a, a Hispanic uh, population here, not as big as I think in other parts of the country, and we have a. Uh, I think a small but pretty vibrant uh, Filipino community here, and then there's this, obviously smatterings of other um, ethnic groups here, there, and everywhere. Um, we've got the um, 
of course, the majority of the parishes use the uh, the new rite, but we have a, a, a wonderful parish that has the um, that celebrates the extraordinary form, and uh, so that's another dimension of our diocese which has grown and is very much a part of who we are, and becoming more so all the time. So there's there is a, a diversity here um, that is. Your comments, Bishop, really invite all of us to say, how has God been working in all of our lives? I mean, it's an opportunity for us, not not just for you coming in new, but for us through your eyes and, and with your leadership to discover anew who we are. Um, and, and that's exciting for all of us, I think, as we move forward. I agree. You know, discerning God's will is, is such a an important part of the life of faith. And we live in a very secular time only sees kind of superficial things in our ambient culture, but God is always under the surface doing deeper things, and, and we have to take some time to, to really pray about that and ask for His wisdom and, and insight to see where He's moving and what He wants of us. Yeah, um, very much so. It's uh, and, and sometimes um, in the press of living, that becomes, uh, it, it, it's hard to to really take the time to do that. You know, we get caught up in the what has to get done. Um, whether you're a, a mom in a par- and you know run, raising a family, or you're you know the the pastor of a parish, or the bishop of the diocese, you know, so many things press in on us that it's hard sometimes to stop and pause and say we need to think about what it is that we're doing, and what God is inviting us to in this moment or this activity. So, um, so uh, can you share with us any details about? about your arrival or have you worked anything out or are you still is it really still kind of um one foot in the car and one foot on the ground (laughs) yeah yeah well i got the name of a moving company that can move my stuff over and so that was one practical step i have to call them and schedule that to happen not that i have a lot of stuff but it'll be just convenient to, to do that and get the things out there before i arrive um other things are um we have an ordination of a priest in the Diocese of Duluth, so I think I'm going to stay for that. That's at the end of June. And then that weekend, he gets ordained on Friday, the 26th. That weekend on Sunday, um, I'll, I'll take off in my car after Mass and, and start making the journey west so that I'm in the Diocese of Rapid City about 10 days before uh, my ordination. Wonderful. And, and yeah. That, yeah. And we'll... Uh... We'll uh, do our best to get things ready from this end. You know, um, we're meeting today. The ordination committee, which was formed you know, several months ago, is meeting today. And, and of course, the biggest criteria, biggest thing we have to face is how do we actually? Um, what is this ordination going to look like? It, not in terms of the ritual, but in terms of of the the crowd or who's present, uh, because we're still in the middle of this um, um, social distancing thing that we have to, you know, definitely be conscious of and respectful of. And so it'll be an interesting challenge for us from our vantage point um, to figure out how that's going to look concretely. Um, and uh, and then moving forward, how we can um, figure out ways to, for you to, to really get out and, and meet the people in the diocese mm-hmm. and get to know the diocese, as you've discussed and would like to do. So it's it's a it's a good challenge for us, too. And, and uh, as you and Duluth, so us here, we are not strangers to planning Episcopal ordinations. So we, we do have a backlog of... of uh, of resources that we can draw from um, to uh, help us with that whole process because we we do have a tendency to go through bishops here. Now, we're not sure why, but we do have a tendency <laughs> to go through bishops. Maybe because um, it's a really good place to learn how to be a bishop. 
and, and you know we, we've we've laughed about that. We've said in our diocese we we are we are the cardinal making di- diocese and the archbishop making <laughs> diocese because um, two of our former bishops are archbishop and cardinal, and so we we uh, we joke about that, um, knowing of course that it really isn't us; that it's really God who does all of that. But uh, um, it's fun ever so often to think we're yes, more important than fun. we are. So, but no, it's it's uh, it's. Uh, I think I think uh, Bishop, you'll find a, 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 a good diocese here in so many ways. Um, That's what I've heard from my predecessors. They all loved it there, and we're, we're sorry to have to move off to other 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 assignments and other dioceses. So I've heard nothing but good things about the church in Rapid well, City. That, that's good to hear, and, um, and and we are most um, energetic for you to come. We really are. I was just going to say I think you'll find that the people are just excited to the core to have a bishop and to have yeah. and and I've heard many positive feedback about the interviews that you guys have have posted for for our benefit out here in the church and and it, it's very moving and we're just really excited that bishop elect peter is such an amazing man <laughs> well and, and you know wait you got to get to know me you know <laughs> <laughs> well i and you yes. you know it's just like getting to know us yep yes. exactly yeah. we will mm-hmm. Um, but I think, uh, Karen, you make a good point, and, and I'm, I'm sure, Bishop, you would appreciate this, having gone through, in your own diocese, this transition from time to time, that, you know, the Catholic Church really is a church, I mean, a bishop is a, a very important figure in our Catholic experience, because it's that direct link to uh, the apostolic succession, which is obviously a direct link to Jesus, mm-hmm. and, and to be without a bishop... Um, to be have that sort of gap or that that piece that's missing yeah. in the in the diocese is felt and and uh, f- by all of us. I mean, we we just it's like we're not quite whole. We're not quite who we're well, called. And to even be. in the mass, when there's no name. Yes, and we, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and and it was wonderful. I remember the first uh, Sunday after we uh, after your uh, announcement that we could say and we pray for our bishop elect Peter. Yeah. It was uh, it was. Uh, it's like it's joyous. Of, it was yeah, joyous. We're 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 coming back. You know, we're we're coming right. back to becoming who we're we're really called to be. So, um, so we're we're also looking forward to having you here with us, uh, Bishop, very very much. So, and uh, wish we you know certainly wish you well in this in this uh, getting your other foot in the car, <laughs> <laughs> so you can get your whole person here. So, uh, are there any other thoughts or reflections you have um, as we kind of wind this this uh, interview up uh, in terms of 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 uh, this whole process in your life and in ours. Well, there's, there's, um, you know, there's the essential, important things like making sure that my heart's open to God's will and making sure that I know what the responsibilities of a bishop are and and preparing for all of that. And then you have all this ancillary stuff that's also important, but on a different level, like having to um, make a coat of arms. And I went, went down to. Um, Leaflet Bissell in St. Paul last Thursday to get ordered a bunch of bishop stuff because I don't have any. So, yes. so um, and all of those things take up time. And uh, my goodness, you have to buy all kinds of stuff that you never thought you would have to buy ever. So yes, yeah, but, and, um, yeah. I think a lot of people. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't appreciate that. That by and large, um, I mean you you need to you you wear a ring, which is part of of a symbol of your office. You you a crozier. Uh, the cross that you wear, um, 
and then the, the vestitures that you need both for liturgical mostly for liturgical celebrations um, all of those are things which um, are part and parcel of this of this transition um, we have to you know there's always things like the formal picture we have to take and mm-hmm. you know all the all the all the stuff that mm-hmm. is um, like you said, it's ancillary. It's kind of around the periphery, but it's all feeds into that more central um, experience of being bishop and mm-hmm. leading a diocese and knowing and, and being open to what is the will of God. I mean, I, I, I don't, I've never done this, but I'm sure bishops oftentimes put on that cross every morning and say, okay, Lord, um, let me carry this, this cross, this cross mm-hmm. for you, with you, for the sake of, of your people in the service. You know, So there's a lot of those things that become part of that um, filling out of that role and responsibility that you take on in saying yeah, yes. Yeah, they, they symbolize that deeper reality of, of you know, being a successor of the apostles and, and shepherding a local church. So, I mean, I don't mean that they're unimportant, but but right. um, but you got to get all that stuff. <laughs> you got to get all that stuff. And and obviously you have to get all that stuff a lot quicker than you thought you had to get all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I said, could you expedite, please? Now the nuncio is picked up uh, July 9th, so... So yeah. uh, could you kind of hurry it up? <laughs> he said, yeah, yeah, he, he, he could do that. But one of the positive things is that we can celebrate your ordination to the Episcopacy on July 9th, and we can celebrate your priesthood on September 29th, so we get to have two chances to celebrate with you in our diocese, which is always fun. Yeah, yeah. well, maybe by September 29th we'll be able to gather in a larger group. And... Yeah, that would be nice. That would be fun to have a, like, have a real birthday party, or a real ordination party to celebrate your priesthood ordination. So, well... Bishop elect, it's great, always great to talk to you. Appreciate that very much, and we look forward to you being with us. And I'm sure that you will be on Real Presence Radio more than once, uh, discussing various topics and various um, thoughts and ideas. So we look forward to visiting with you again on Real Presence Radio. Thanks very much for your time today. Oh, you're most welcome. I look forward to being able to communicate with um, the good people of the, the Diocese of Rapid City and the wider audience of Real Presence Radio on a regular basis. Take care. Okay. God bless. Thank you. That's always good to visit with him. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've been one of the blessings of being the administrators. I get to talk to him, and I've been calling him basically about every week, and we're just talking about whatever. And uh, I just have this strong sense that um, that he, you know, the things that he talked about about growing in holiness and listening and getting to know people and discerning God's will are all very much a part of his life. They're very much uh, deeply ingrained into his per- spirituality and his person and so um there's an excitement about that and a hope yeah um for I like the hope part which is something that we all need a infusion of right now yeah we really do and so there's a kind of a brightness there that you know and, and it's interesting because we've we've talked about how we're going to do this ordination and we obviously aren't going to be able to have a gathering of two or three thousand people which we've right. done in the past but uh, you know the the positive side of that is my hope is that that um after we get through this initial um, pandemic thing and kind of get back to normal, that he will really have the opportunity to go out and be in the diocese, to physically see the diocese, because I think that's important, to physically see where people live and what their life is like, the terrain and the, you know... and the, It's very different from Duluth. Very different from Duluth. And, but also then to really be in, in places and in, in gatherings where he can really interact with people. Right, um, which is important yeah. that they also have that opportunity to interact with yeah. him. I mean, not it's such a mutual need between the bishop-elect Peter's need, wanting to get to know us and us wanting to get, get to, to know him. And, and to 
and and to have him be a part of part of the diocese in that way. So I, I'm I'm very hopeful that 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 will be kind of the blessing that comes out of doing this differently than we yeah. have for the last years and differently than we anticipated doing it even this year. Um, and you know, one of the things it says in the ordination ritual of a bishop that as many of the faithful should be gathered as is possible. And of course, there's a consciousness that. Um, in many cathedrals or places where they normally do ordinations, don't uh, you know can't seat you know the whole diocese, so to speak. Um, but um, um, you know, even given the limitations we have, I think there's just a real possibility that this will be a great gift and a great blessing for us. Well, and it's always nice to look at it through the eyes of the moment and not what was in the past. Yeah. Or, or what we wished it would have or been. Or what we wished it could be. But what it is. But see what God has given you at yes. this moment for for us. Yeah, and, and to appreciate and to rejoice in that. And of course, because of we've all learned about technology, we'll be able to live stream the whole thing. Exactly. It's a beautiful so, opportunity yeah. for we everyone might. to participate when they probably couldn't everyone. Yeah, we, we will probably have more people doing that than, yeah. than we have in the past. So, so yeah, it's all, all told it's very good. So... Well, the diocese and the diocese of Rapid City offices, uh, which were once spread over three buildings in two separate locations, have come together. Next, uh, Margaret Simonson, for the diocesan chancellor, and I, Father Mike Malloy, uh, will be with you to talk about what a blessing it is to have the diocese, uh, diocesan offices, all in one location. So stay with us. We will be right back. <laughs> 